<laughs> you see that they said that uh, they completed the the washed point guard trifecta. Well, before today's trades, the washed point guard trifecta. Chris Paul, the Chris Paul, John Wall, Bradley Beal. They all played for the uh, the Wizards, the um, the Rockets, and the Clippers. Damn, because Bradley Beal played for the wait who? Bradley Beal? Yeah, he, he played for the Clippers. Am I thinking of the wrong guy? I think you are. Mm. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Oh, then that me. Chris Paul. And who else? John Wall. John Wall. Yeah. The yeah, Wash okay. the Watch Point Guard trifecta. <laughs> they all played for the Wizards before today's trades because as you know, Chris Paul got traded to the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Which is man, that boy wants a ring so bad. I I saw a video and they're asking him like, How how do you feel about being traded to the Warriors? Does it feel good? You know, you're happy to be there? And he's like Oh man, I mean, since everybody keeps asking, everybody keeps asking me. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, uh, bro, you ain't got no fucking choice but to be happy. What are the choice you got? Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, he probably. Uh, w- I mean, I wonder if he wishes he could stay with the Suns and try it again. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure he did. Just because yeah. they cut, and then they added Bradley Beal, but maybe they needed to cut Chris Paul to add add Bradley Beal. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> wasn't that yeah. weird how they they waived him and then they traded him? I don't know. Someone's gonna have to explain that to me. Hey, if somebody's out there knows how the fuck that works, June, June. Hey, if you're out there, bro, uh, explain that one to me. I don't know um, how they waived him, traded him, and then traded him to be traded. Yeah, uh, my cousin, he's a he's a Warriors fan. Well, a lot of my my cousins are, but my cousin's a Warriors fan, and he um, posted on his story something, and I responded. I said, uh, he's like, I'm not, I don't know how this is gonna work, or whatever. But I was like, y'all ain't never gonna win a ring again. I said, Chris Paul is cursed. Yeah, he's, he's definitely all, cursed. Man, everybody been talking shit to me today. <laughs> <laughs> was that Owen or Perry? Uh, no, my cousin Matt. Oh, okay. I, I just assumed, you yeah, know, Warriors no. fans. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was. I wonder like, how Owen and Perry, the the role players. I wonder how they feel about it. They're gonna have to let us know. But I know. You guys feel good about Chris Paul? You think he improves your chances of the I Warriors? I saw them post anything. Winning it, the championship, but... you know, running it. And my cousins all maybe they traded him so that they can make a move for Kawhi and give Chris Paul to the to the Clippers. I'm like, uh, hell no. <laughs> that would just like Chris Paul. That'd be like an emotional roller coaster, right? If it's they going traded back him again, to the fucking Clippers. No, oh, that too. Uh, but like just to be moved around, like he got moved to the to the Wizards. I wonder if he like even went over there, you know, he know wasn't going to play there. At this point in your career, I feel like it has to be like emotionally draining at some point because you realize that. Your career is kind of dwindling down. Yeah. And of course, like everything, all good thing must come to an end. But as being like one of the top players for years and never winning a ring. And for some people, it's not about winning a ring. I understand that. It shouldn't all be about that. It should be, you should be known for how you played the game, right? Like, you know. Yeah. And, and not, I feel not like only that, it, his family's grown now. It's not like he's got little babies and stuff like that. You got, oh, not yeah. family's grown. Your kids, like, I think his kids junior high, high school age, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so I saw this um thread today and it was like yo the nba's kid players kids are fucking tearing it up uh so chris paul jr um how old is he he's i think he's either in high he's a freshman or a sophomore so him obviously Bronny, bryce uh kyan bryce looks like a dog yeah that's carmelo jr yeah (laughs) it's kyan little little mellow yeah um gilbert arenas his son and I think his daughter, Shaq's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is on? Where she Ro- play? She plays ball. Where? She, oh, I don't know where. College? No, she, she's in high school. She's high school. Okay. Um, D Rose's little boy, he's like in like 
I don't know, he might be in junior high, maybe a little younger. Yeah. He's a baller, looks exactly like D-Rose. Oh, shit. Um, oh, you know, I saw him. He's a hooper. Yeah. Like, he's a dog. Yeah. Like, he got that uh, He got that look in his eye, too. Like you That know, no look, like, but uh, a look. No, like, no look, but a look. Like, you can't yeah. touch me. Like, I am who um, I am. Who he ain't, And he, I don't, he don't, I hate to say it, like, he's one of those kids that looks like he plays, like, I don't want you to know me as Derrick Rose's kid. Mm-hmm. I, and There's no denying because, his face is Derrick Rose's face. I know, but I, he's like, I don't want you to know me like that, like, I'm making oh, my own name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's funny because uh, when you see his face, all I could think of, because his face was viral back in the day for being the little kid at the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Bulls. It was like a whole slide, a whole thread of it. And I was like, damn, like, you don't realize, like, these kids are fucking hoopers, man. Yeah. Somebody else's kid that stood out. Uh, Carlos Boozer's boys, they're twins. Oh, shit. They play like they daddy. Oh, shit. They're big. Just dogs, huh? Yes. Um, and I forgot who else. I'll have to show you later. But oh, shit. Yeah, uh, I thought what, it was pretty Who's this cool. player? Um, he's still a young player, um, but I think he's on the Grizzlies. Someone's got to help me out with this. But um, he's somebody's son, but he's not a basketball player's son. Maybe like, like Kenny Lofton. Or something. I feel stupid for not knowing. <laughs> uh, but he's a dog. Like, he reminds you, like, he's like, who, when you think of big, mean player Memphis Grizzlies, who you think of? Not current. Uh, Zach Randolph. Randolph yeah. yeah, he plays like him. Just His daughter's a fucking baller, too. A baller. She, she plays like, like him. him. <laughs> yeah. That's dope. Yeah, it's, I love seeing that. And you know what? And yeah, I was surprised that they put like the girls in there because obviously you just expect the boys. But yeah, they like I said, I think it's Gilbert Arenas' daughter. For sure, Shaq's daughter. Yeah. And that was it on the daughter's side of it. But. Gilberina's son, too. No, I think. Yeah, they show Hooper, both of them. But his daughter his, is his like. Son's name's Eli- Elijah. Oh, okay. I don't remember what his daughter's yeah, name is. You got Matt Barnes' boys, they're ball players, but I think they're, they're still young, maybe young high school. Uh, yeah, like I that. think they're, they're high schoolers. Yeah, but yeah. They, they're, are they twins or are they just close in age? They're twins they're for twins, sure. I think. Yeah, yeah, they yeah I'm pretty exactly sure they're twins. Like, look like, exactly like Matt Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think then we got the draft. Victor Wambamalumamu. He went first, of course, as we knew to the Spurs. So that's they got a new dynasty started up, I think. Oh, Scoot went was, to the Trailblazers. I was about to say. You think that's um, going to make I, a difference? I think it's going to make a difference. And not only that, I think he's going to be the star of the draft. And if I'm calling it now, come back to here. Come back to episode 17 and uh, know that I said he's going to be the rookie of the year for sure. Okay. I watched some highlights. That boy can play ball. And if not, I don't know. That boy we got, the Lakers got, Maxwell Lewis. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a ball player right there. Yeah. Straight yeah. basket. Just rim, rim attacker all day. AD, count your days. Oh, uh, shit. Motherfucker. He's not a center, though. Oh, uh, well. He's like a small oh, forward. Well. So, <laughs> AD, get out of the fucking way. Mm-hmm. Let, let my boy Go to the three-point line where you're comfortable at. Yeah. Pussy I, yeah, asshole. So, I mean, there's, some, there's some other key players that were in the draft, but I'm not going to go down the whole draft run yeah, now. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But, uh. Yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, Wembayama, he's got a pretty good future with the Spurs, especially because look where he went with Pop. Yeah, Pop's, Pop's going to take him under him. the wing. He's all, hey, remember oh, yeah. this guy, Tim Duncan? He's going to show him Tim Duncan videos for hours until Tim he's Tim Duncan's sick. just still sitting right there with the same face he's had for 35 years. He's going to bring Tim Duncan in. Tim Duncan's been a coach on his oh, on the thought, Spurs bench for I a thought r- Tim Duncan was in Thailand shit, doing Muay Thai and shit. No, he was on. I, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I'm he pretty like, sure he's he like coaching. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's always on the bench. Oh shit! Wembayama's gonna be a problem yeah. then. Yeah, that boy's wingspan is eight feet. And you know what? what Hold but, on, oh. his wingspan is eight feet. That's massive. Pause. <laughs> me and Rob, me and Rob were looking at it earlier, and he was like, "Mom, what?" I'm like, eight feet. It's his wingspan. Nice. 
It's pretty big. I wonder what the record is like, yeah. in NBA players. I'm sure yeah, it's pretty much up there. I don't yeah, think it's the biggest one. There's, I think it's like Ibaka's was huge. Ibaka's got some oh, yeah. huge ass spread. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, it should be an exciting. Uh, well, we're done with basketball for a little while, but we got a while till we come back to it. But Got football before that, but yeah. the draft today makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. You know? You know, what's interesting to me is that the second, third, and fourth, no, the first, the first, the first pick, Wambayama, G-leaguer, uh, third, fourth, and fifth pick, all G-league players, which oh. is pretty interesting to me. You know, they were not top players from colleges anymore. The one yeah. and done top players, there weren't any, there weren't, I'm sure there were some one and dones, but they weren't the top picks this year. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what's that guy from UCLA? Uh, Waquez? Wa- no, no the... Oh, uh, Amari Bailey. <laughs> Drake, I see why Drake, his, Drake took his mama out. Girl. What you mean? Girl got titties on her. <laughs> <laughs> what are you referring to if people don't know? So Drake took his mama out, right? Well, his mama is a very good looking woman. Not Drake's mama. Amari Bailey's Amari mama. Bailey's mama, right. yes. Where did he take her? To Dodger Stadium, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I would have did the same. <laughs> yeah. It's Pride Month. I'm just kidding. Shit. No, she got... Mm-hmm. She's proportioned. She bad than a very correctly. Yes. Yeah. She yeah. snatched her titties and just blah blah. Mm-hmm. She didn't. And you know what? She's I respect the- her because <laughs> she is a very beautiful woman. But you obviously didn't know. Like she wasn't really. I mean, I guess maybe I didn't keep up on it. I really don't. But I never knew who she was before the whole Drake thing. Yeah. And I've seen her like at, on the off. Obviously, after that, I've seen her at the games because he played for Sierra Canyon, right? Right. So I seen her at the and games and she like, was like not one of the moms that's like all like titties. I mean, she could have her titties out if she, she could and it would look perfectly fine. But even at the draft tonight, she wasn't wearing anything like skimpy, like nothing like revealing. <laughs> she was wearing literally a fucking black like bodysuit, long sleeve, turtleneck. No? It looked like a bo- Maybe it was oh. a dress, but it was oh, turtleneck. No. It was long sleeve. Like she wasn't out here trying to be like, oh, I'm his mom. Like, and I respect that because, you know, women like to show what they got right you know we when we feel comfortable and we are proud of what we have on our body and it's natural or maybe it's not if it's not natural it's cool but when you look good and you've worked hard and you have a son or you have a child that's doing very well for themselves in sports or whatever like you're a proud parent and to be a parent that can sit there and just be the parent and not make it about themselves that's big because in this day and age everybody wants everybody wants recognition for everything yeah you know and for her to be a beautiful woman like she is and not have to be putting herself her body on front street to give her son the limelight he deserves is all respect to her man that's a that's a real yeah. mom right there like you see when he stood up to give her a hug when he got picked you see what the cameraman did he zoomed in like to see uh you know the faces of them, and he kind of zoomed down, panned over. He's like, oh, he did a double take. He's like, "You guys see that? You catch that? Boop boop." Yeah. He went back. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that today? Uh, well, there was a, a thread by was it Grandmaster Chat? Grandmaster Grand Wizard Grand Chat. Wizard Chat. It was something about no, was it that one? I don't know. It was some that thing that's woman been going around. Had, yeah. 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 She had like a big backsider. I think it was that. It was like God. Yeah, but everybody in the comments, I was like, oh, my God. It wasn't him, actually. It was like hood sight or no. something. It wasn't him, actually. I'm like, oh, my God. What about the submarine? Oh, you know? I was going to say, wait, wait, you want to First of all, submarine? hold on. What we're ask- about to say, with the jokes we're about to make, y'all done heard them, but rest in peace to those people because that's fucked up all in all. Like, 
I under okay. Niggas die every day, B. <laughs> Shit, I don't feel bad for them people. The I fuck? don't feel bad, but rest in peace. Okay, yes. You know what? At the same time, this is going on. At, oh, yeah. <laughs> you cause, know, because I feel a way. I could yell closer to the mic. Stop. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> now, at the same time, all that shit's going on. There's a there was a group of people who traveled from uh. I think Libya. And they just mentioned that right now. I saw from for Libya the first time. To Italy on a ship. The ship sunk. Yeah. And I think it was like 500 people. 100 people recovered. 500 people still missing. And they found like 82 bodies. I and think. we're tripping off five white people who decided to... Five rich ass people. My bad. They're not all white. Whatever. Who gives us... It doesn't matter who they are. Five mm. rich people who decided to go down to a grave site in the bottom of the ocean to... Be part of the gravesite. You supposed to feel bad for them and say prayers? Nah, you gonna get these jokes like this ain't twenty twenty three. The she Titanic is. spun the block. <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're all Titanic. Uh, no, a hundred years later, Titanic still getting kills. That's fucking metal. <laughs> okay, look, they, and we were talking about this at work. So let me go off real quick. Let me go on a little a little rant real quick. SpongeBob said, "I ain't seen no shit. I ain't seen no sub down here." Mister Crab said, "A thousand dollars for a crusty a crabby patty." Price went up. Yesterday's price is, is not today's not price at the Krusty Krab. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the thing. Like you know that I'm a big believer in like spirits, right? Like you don't fuck with certain spirits like i won't go i won't go watch like those fucking exorcism movies and shit i don't believe i i believe that there is a stronger some something gonna happen to you if you do some shit like that or mm-hmm. if you watch some shit like that or if you partake in certain shit why the fuck you go down there there's a reason that the titanic's been sitting down there for this many years if we could have got it the fuck up out of there we would have yeah. what the fuck you think you're gonna do going down there <laughs> What'd you expect? That shit uncrushed you like it's not it, like the first a fucking time, can. That like it's been people have gone down there. And something and, like that? I've seen it. Yeah. With actu- the fucking that actual, with the that actual fucking company has, cube controller? <laughs> I guess so. That, that actual that company's been down there. That motherfucker was a Dreamcast controller. If know, y'all right. didn't have Dreamcast, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what's the best game on Dreamcast? Go, quick. NBA was it black is it black top? The, uh, not just your favorite game, the best game. Oh, Crazy Taxi? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I had the bootleg version of all those games. <laughs> so, shout out to my nephew, Berto. We used to play NBA, and uh, the players, Kobe's head would go missing halfway through the game. Only Kobe? Not only Kobe. It oh, was other people. We would always, always play with Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> and we'd be like, yo, what? Ah, whatever, just keep playing. That's how <laughs> headless, it was. Headless dunks. That was like the only like gaming system that I had like that. Yeah. I mean, my brother obviously had like a Sega, but... I got a GameCast. We had a, got a GameCast. Yeah. Now, you either got a GameCube mm-hmm. or you got a Dreamcast. I said I got a GameCast. I can't afford it. What's yeah, that we had all, I don't know. Malibu's most wanted. We had all the boot. We had all the bootleg <laughs> games, but fuck it, we had fun. There you go. Mm-hmm. What was that? Was that you guys' like first game system in the house? Uh, no, we had the what is it? Sega. Sega. <laughs> Where you blow the fucking. Oh cartridges. shit! I had a Sega Genesis also. Yeah, we that was had my that. my we dad had Duck it, Hunt. and then that was so that was my first game system. Yeah, Duck Hunt's on the Nintendo. Oh, it's Nintendo. My bad, y'all. She said no. She said, said Duck Hunt was the, on Sega. I said where you blow the cartridges. Sega has them too. But oh Duck my bad. Hunt ain't okay, I'm there. sorry. I'm sorry. You're I'm bumping sorry. your mic all over the place, bro. Well, and you <laughs> pop your cord every fucking episode. I'm not right so now, leave though. me alone. I'm not right now though. I'm sitting still. Shut the fuck up. That was aggressive. She had a laugh after to make it seem like she wasn't. Yeah, because your being face serious. got all fucking dropped to the floor. Pick up no, your lip. Dude, shut the fuck up. 
<laughs> no, okay. So we had a Nintendo. Yeah, we had Duck Hunt, but we go. didn't have it for a long time. Like it was on its way out, and then yeah, my dad got us Dreamcast. <laughs> who's, and your, then... who's your older brother and sister's first system? No, it was. They got it when it first dropped. It was Nons. Oh, okay. Nons, yeah, yeah. That's and then yeah, we got Dreamcast, and then I don't think we had anything else after that. Oh, we, we got the Wii, and the only reason why we got the Wii is because my dad wanted it. Mm, he's like, oh, that shit looks fun. Bullshit ass. <laughs> Yo, can we get a Wii? He's like, what's that? A game system? He ain't get no game system. He sees the commercial and shit. Or no, you guys played it somewhere, huh? He played it. Played at, it he at went out of town for, yeah, doctor's appointment. They stayed with his cousin. <laughs> and his cousin had it. And he was like. Gotta get that shit. Yeah, he was golfing and shit. And then he's yeah. like, we came back. He They came back. And my mom just went. And they, where the fuck did I stay? I was getting left at home. But uh, they came back and he was like, we're going to go get a Wii. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah. And then. We got that, and then we ended up getting a rock band. I think okay. I think me and my brother just got rock band. I don't think my dad was around when we got rock band. Before we get no, in, yeah, he was. My be, bad. Before you get into the games you played on the Wii, let me tell you about the the Wii, my Wii experience, because my Wii experience was my first time witnessing a crazed gamer do anything he could do to get his hands on the Wii and all the components. Your brother? Nope, my friend Keith. Shout out oh, Keith. Shit. I, I was rolling because Keith. Uh, he saved up money, bought the Wii, right? Uh-huh. And then the only thing was, there was a short. You, it was hard to get the controllers and the nunchucks. Oh yeah. So yeah. he had his mom taking us to all kinds of different stores so he could find the nunchucks. And it was like it took him a couple of weeks to get the two sets. Oh yeah, because yeah, it wasn't. Bro, we were playing it was Wii a craze. Sports. Yeah. Well, because before that, we we were going hard on GameCube. Okay. You know, okay. You had, yeah, you had Dreamcast, you had GameCube. Well, my friends had uh, GameCube, so I had yeah. played a few times too. GameCube was hard. GameCube was an underrated system. It was a dope ass system, though. Yeah, we played all kinds of games on that yeah. shit. But then, oh, oh shoot. See, we're not going to get into the games. Yeah, but that was my first. Like, I, He was going crazy trying to find that shit. He'll remember. He's going to say, yeah, dude, that was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I remember in high school, sometimes you wouldn't so be there and we would be texting, and I'd be like, where are you? You're like, we're playing rock, uh, Guitar Hero at Keith's house. I'm we like, you missed school to play Guitar Hero? <laughs> That shit. It's cool. What a time to be alive. Me and my brother had a whole tour, a world tour. Oh shit. G Funk. Because you're doing every time every night you played was a different city or what? Till like <laughs> sometimes three in the morning. He was the guitar, I was on drums. That's what's we cool about rock that band. Shit. That's what's cool about rock band. They had the drum shit. set. And the mic, yeah. right? Yeah, nobody was our singer. Nope, we were just a I don't think we ever did the mic because I eventually went to your house we and we would played just, rock band. We would just, just sing guitar and drums. Like amongst each other because we knew the songs after yeah. so many times. <laughs> Man. Yeah. <laughs> Roxanne. Oh yeah, that was the one right there. Uh, yeah. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah, the show's fun. Was, uh, good times, good times. <laughs> trying yeah. to think of like one of the best songs on there, but I can't think while we're talking. <laughs> Dan, uh, ballroom blitz, boom, boom, boom. Is that the one? Is that what it's called? Mm, probably on there, but oh no, you're thinking of blitz, creek, bop. Hey. No, oh, no, not. I said Let's what I was go. thinking of. Oh, sorry, nobody listens to ballroom blitz. That wasn't that on was on rock band. <laughs> we can hear you say stupid ass on the mic, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> gotta get your get back. Yeah, I gotta get my hey, fucking. Yeah. I'm saying all the words. I'm gonna try to keep trying to one up you every time. Fucking <laughs> slut. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, man. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, shit. Anyways, you got uh, something for us? Oh, man. I was hoping you wouldn't ask. I was just going to help it just throw it on, but it's okay. Oh. Well, yeah, well I wasn't ready now. You got to keep talking and keep, keep us going. Well, get ready. Stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. <laughs> oh, that's not it. Oh, what is that? <laughs> it's just a little peaceful vibe. You know, oh, jeez. That's not what I was playing. <laughs> Getting your mind right? You know, you know, you know got to stay. 
ready peaceful. so you ain't gotta get ready well peaceful vibe you know oh what yeah I mean? what are you on your crystal shit yeah you got a stinky ass huh yeah i don't wash it it's like a once a week thing and do you know the doctors say you're not supposed to use i do jokes aside i do wash my ass that we're being funny i did i saw something the other day that said dermatologists suggest you shouldn't use soap all over your body unless you need to you should only use it on your armpits you know the stinky areas armpits ass and your crotch and like your uh, your neck and face but like your arms and your legs unless really you don't need get it. dirty they say you're not supposed to because it's bad for your skin but mm, yeah i could see that yeah but i do it that. anyway I'm, i fucking hit the arms real yeah. lazy on the legs but the water get it <laughs> the water water run down oh shit i kind of had a song but now i'm just kind of going off the top here you know that some people don't use a washcloth yeah. what, what do they just well yeah i do know that but what do you use your hands yeah let's get go down the list so what do you think people use other than well obviously oh. like um a loofah fucking shits don't fucking work the little fucking spongy one the mm-hmm. little, it looks like a fucking a spider loofah, um a, spider. a bar of soap just bear. That's <laughs> disgusting. Um, and then everybody in the house shares it. I don't know what else. House of five people. They all these White people shit. Who's the last one to use the bar of soap? There's caca on There's it. Caca and hair. <laughs> Long hair or short hair? Short hair. Oh, that's just a pube. That was Connor. Connor. I told you not to fucking put it right on your, right on your wiener. Come on. <laughs> Fucking Connor, you know you got a fucking rash. (laughs) Y'all nasty. Rest in peace to my submarine explorers. I'm just kidding. Nah, rest in peace for real. It's okay. This is uh, just face it. It's black. Welcome to another episode of Puff Puff Pass the Tea. Sugar Lonnie here with my co-host Half. What up? What up? And we're back for another one. Hope yeah. y'all been enjoying what we've been putting out lately. We have resurfaced. Was that uh, insensitive? We have resurfaced. No way. Oh, mm. oh okay. <laughs> here we go. That one. <laughs> oh shit. Um, yeah. Would you rather be lost in space or lost under the ocean? Well, I don't know. You're going <laughs> to die either way. Yeah. I like how I, I, I don't like. I thought it was interesting how everyone was saying, oh, there's 96 hours left. There's 40. They only have 40 hours left of air in there. I'm like, how do you know? You don't know you think exactly. That the, you think that there's air left in there? I, I already had a feeling that obviously something went very wrong. An hour and a half into the to the voyage, they lost communication. 
that's not normal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But uh, they even said, I saw another thing that said, no matter what, if um, as long as it stayed intact, if they ran out of air, they, there's sandbags on it that keep it weighted down and it would float back up to the top after a certain point. Mm. So the fact that it didn't float up was when they knew like it would float up. But even if they did float up to the surface, they couldn't get out because it was bolted out from the outside, bolted shut. There's no mm, like, there's so they no door. They would have died either way. No matter right? what. Yeah. yeah. Unless they got them out oxygen. fast. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Oh, that's uh, like I said, you play, play stupid games, you get stupid results. And you win oh. stupid prizes. Yeah. Just, <laughs> you know, fuck. I, I don't know. That's just dumb. There's a reason why, like, like I said, it hasn't been pulled to the surface. Why it's still down there. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, somebody they've been before, but obviously you can't pull that thing. It was risky. Well, no, I know you can't, but they if if they really wanted to research that shit, they probably could find a way to at least like maybe cut it in sections or, you know, certain shit like that. There's I know I understand. I yes, I know. But I'm just saying like tomb, leave that tomb alone. Exactly. Why would you cut a tomb into sections? I mean, there's bodies and skeletons in there and shit. Probably not now. There's probably gold in that motherfucker. If we can find a way to get that, then I can see why they keep trying to get down there. There's rich motherfuckers who want to get even richer. They think there's treasure in there and shit. Mm, There's always a plot for why something's distracting us from something else going on in this world. And what trips me out is if you want to explore it, why you don't have to go down there. Look at the Navy brought in, or the U.S. Coast Guard brought in the remote-controlled one Mm. that goes down there. Found, oh, they're like, oh, yeah, there they are. Came back up. Like, you could have easily went down there and seen the Titanic with that same device. Yeah, what were you? You Checked weren't going to get out of that fucking thing. So would you mm. go in it f- to go down there for? Here's a thought. <clears throat> a bunch of rich people in there, right? Yeah. Including the CEO. Yeah. They've already had successful voyages. But this one, all of a sudden, was unsuccessful. They're trying to take them out. An hour and a half into the whatever, how many hours they went under there? Mm-hmm. Went underneath the water? All communication lost. Mm-hmm. What if they weren't even in there? Fake their death. Rich people would do some shit like that. Fake their death. Hi, FBI. No, that, that his name is Julian Long. It's not. Yeah, we're good. Oh, okay. Chill out, Gunna. You gonna snitch? All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am gonna snitch. Oh shit! Like, like, I love that. Uh, I love that sentiment. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's so and so snitch." You gonna listen to that? Yes, I'm not a street dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not in the streets. What the fuck? I don't know nothing about nothing no me. sets. I'm from North Carolina. Is it a bop? <laughs> Does it slap? Yeah. It slap? No, I've only heard, I actually have heard a couple songs off that Gunna project, and that shit is pretty good. He came back on, on his J. Cole shit. No features, just straight That's heat. Right, just came talking that shit. Like, y'all turned your back on How me. How you think? It uh, is what it is. I don't need y'all. You think Thugs is gonna. <laughs> Doug Petty, huh? Mm-hmm. He, he announced his shit right after. And you know what? The, uh, Doug Hurt. I like hurt. Young Thug's certain music. I like certain... Okay, let me take that. I like certain songs by him. A whole album by him? Oh, he's kind of like... Some of his songs, you're like, what? What the fuck did you say? Yeah. With it's the, like I'm too a, a, whiny and like... Wah, 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 yeah. wah, wah, like... It's a little too much on certain shit, and you made a whole. I mean, obviously he's made albums before, right? Or is this yeah. his? No, he's okay. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. I just 
that extra mumbly, autotuny, whiny shit that he does is just sometimes it's too much. I don't know. It's good on some features, don't get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I like some of the, I like some of the young thug songs. Like a fucking pimp. Like, huh? What? what? Okay. Like, mm. I mean, I like that song. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. I guess we will see. But it's funny when uh, you look on the Instagram comments on, like, those type of situations or like when they talk about the stories. Oh, Gunna, he snitched. And you click on the page and it's some like 16-year-old white kid in Wyoming with his hat backwards. Like, what are you talking about, bro? You don't know shit about that. And you know what? But, yeah, people are saying, oh, he's a snitch. Like, you don't even know what code they go by. Or like, you don't even know what... You don't you have nothing. You don't, you, none of us can make any assumptions because we don't live a life like that. A lot of people fucking don't. Mm-hmm. So... I'm so rubbing that. <laughs> huh? This is rubbing that right there, making a lot of noise. Oh, it was. I couldn't even hear. Yeah, it. my bad. Okay, was sorry. I was trying to be sorry. low key to tell you. <laughs> sorry. Is it good now? Yeah. Sorry. Talk. My bad. <laughs> Talk. I'm nigga. trying to. I'm trying to be quiet. Um, no, people make assumptions, and it's like you can't because you really don't even know what the whole case is about, or like you. You couldn't understand that type of shit. Like I don't know. Right. Okay. Most of the people saying, "Oh, he snitched," doesn't don't understand even what a Rico is. Yeah. You know, and to say someone snitched, yeah. You know, and is gonna even a street dude, or is he just a rapper? You know, I don't like they rap about certain shit, but I've never seen him outside, for, you know, partaking in street shit like we've seen Thug do. You know, you see, you've heard stories about what Young Thug is what he does. Off, outside of music, he really partakes in street shit. Yeah. You know? But did Gunna snitch when they sat him down and asked him, what did they do? Asked him if YSL's a gang and he said yes? It's, uh, bro, we know it is. What the what'd fuck? What'd you arrest them for if you didn't know that it was a gang? What did you need Gunna to say it for? I don't know. It's kind of weird. The whole thing's weird. It's yeah, kind of, it's know. also above us. That's yeah. For, that's why none of us, including me, could be like, Oh, he snitched. He snitched. Well, we don't know what the fuck. We don't know the basis of that. If you haven't been to prison or partake, yeah, basically that. If you haven't been to prison, then you don't know about any of that shit because yeah. that's real street shit. Yeah. We ain't involved in that, bro. Come on. Mm-hmm. Trying to live out here. Trying to survive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, in two mm-hmm. ways out of that life. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh shit! Got anything to get off your chest today? Uh, if you would be, if you could go down in the sub with two people, who would it be? <laughs> not, not people you know, famous people could be dead or alive. <laughs> and you might come up in the sub. You're not necessarily gonna die in the sub. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> oh fuck you! You know, there's no fucking in the sub. Why not? Because it's one of the rules to this question. <laughs> shit. Well, then I don't know. I don't got an answer. <laughs> well, get your mind out of the gutter, man. There's like someone you'd want to explore with. You want to fuck them. It's, it's a submarine. Mm-hmm. If it's gonna be my it's last ride, I might as well ride it one I, last time. I said you're not necessarily gonna die. You might survive. You plan on surviving. Well, I got a fifty-fifty chance. I might as well take my chances and so who is do it? what I need Who's to going? do. going? There's two though. There's two. You're getting gang banged. What the fuck? Fuck it. Ride what? out. Is two guys a gang bang? No, it's just a it's threesome. The tag team. Threesome. <laughs> well, obviously everybody knows it'd be game. 
And uh, <laughs> I don't know. Vito. Get that one singing, one rapping to me. What you mean? She said, well, big nigga, one little nigga. Mm. <laughs> Stupid. Height wise. Anyway, that that didn't go how I expected it. <laughs> Mine went straight to the gutter. Who <laughs> would be yours? Never, no, I'm not going to do it no more because you're just a fucking filthy one. My answer would sound Well, you can call me a whore? No. <laughs> no, I would never. <laughs> no, okay, what was yours? I don't you know. Didn't I didn't have no, an answer okay, before asked. Okay. Well, you didn't put no stipulations I did. on it. You so. can't fuck them. That was the stipulation. And, and then you, you said, right I want to know. You, you said, those. I want to know. So I had a, you forced <laughs> me to tell you. Um, I think I'd want to be down there with like some, uh, man, nah, because then it's going to sound like I fucking overdid it. Nah, you know what's his name? Neil deGrasse Tyson? I've showed you him. He's an astrophysicist, but he knows everything. You'd want to go down there with him because he would be like explaining everything down there to you. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? And then Lil Duval. <laughs> oh my God. Lil Duval. That shit would be fucking funny. It would funny, be fucking dude. funny. You might as well laugh your ass and off. And it would, hey, there'd be no way 96 hours of oxygen in that motherfucker because we'd be laughing and smoking a hell of weed. <laughs> mm-hmm. They'd be like, hey, you guys, just so you know, we can't, it's, you know, there's not a lot of oxygen. They hear the lighter flick. You can't, oh, oh. Oh, oh shit, my bad. You can't smoke in here. It's weed. <laughs> oh. Hot boxing in the submarine. Fuck. It's like you see the the you see the Simpsons predicted that shit? My God, yes. <laughs> Funny thing was, um, the writer for The Simpsons went on one of the Ocean Gate explorations to see the Titanic the year before. Oh. Said, no, no, no. My bad. Don't quote me on that. He did I'm not sure if he went to the Titanic one, but he did go on an exploration. Can you do your Googles first and then I did. tell I, me? I'm off top. I'm thinking about a bunch of different shit at once. You need some water. Shut up. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So basically, I don't know if he predicted it or just wrote about his own experience. Because Probably he wrote that. about, I think they got stuck. They got stuck on a propeller. Oh, oh yeah. You were telling me about that. Yeah. I remember that. You were telling me about that. So they kind of predicted it. Hmm. Okay. Anyways, I forgot what else I was going to go to and then we can brought up the submarine again. <laughs> <laughs> what answer did you expect out of me, though, for real? I don't know. I, it really just came. The question came off top. I wasn't trying to like I didn't think of this question beforehand. Like, I'm going to ask her who she'd want to be on the subway. <laughs> but, you know, I should should have expected no less. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Who I would one person I would that would like you know teach you a lot or like you know get your mind going after listening to a podcast uh Killer Mike oh that shit would be fun that should be inspirational you yeah. wouldn't even like care if that was your last ride yeah and then I don't know. I don't have care. another one you wouldn't think it's your last ride because he's there him and like DC Young Fly because they would just be just so like your mind would just if you came back up you would be so like you would just be a different person yeah. You really would. You'd be in the sub, and then Killer Mike would be like, you know, one thing about a submarine is that it's always got to fold to the top. And you'd be like, oh, hell yeah, hell yeah. And then you got DC in there and be like, hey, man, don't worry about it. God got us, man. He's going to bring us up. He's yeah. going to bring us If one thing, one of these dolphins going to bring us up to the top or some shit like that. And then when you get out there, you, when you get out, like, have you seen those things? Like, how are you going to act when you get out of the submarine when they rescue you? Uh-huh. You can imagine DC like, ah! 
little screech. Yeah. Speaking of that, we need to watch their Netflix special this weekend or oh, something because sure. that shit's number one, and it looks they're funny as fuck. I've obviously seen. I've been following them for a long time, but yeah, yeah, that looks like it's gonna be a good one. Mm. Um, they don't miss. So I have something just real to get off my chest real quick. Um, you know how we always talk about how like, uh, <laughs> um, like we we talk about how like you could be a better parent, right? And like you know, be there for your kids and like teach them like um, just like. Uh, sports and like be there for the sports be active in their life right like be a present factor in their life like um one thing that like i have to say about this and you could chime in where you want to but teach your kids to respect other people and other kids because like we're trying to raise good humans good kids in this fucked up type of world and i hate seeing kids who consistently disrespect other kids for stupid little reasons like so it's just it's it's hard to raise a kid with a good heart in a world like this and when there's other people not teaching their kids to be better it's shitty because you see it in every aspect of life basically and what I'm referring to is, like, what I'm talking about mostly is, like, sports. So you have the kids who um, may not be the best ball players, right? And, that, and that's okay. They're learning. Kids are learning. They learn. You learn every day about something. Then you got the kids who are a little bit more advanced, right? Then you got the kids who are pretty good in the league that they play in. You know, they're pretty known. They're well-known around the league because of how they play ball. And, uh... They don't get the respect that they deserve from the other kids who may not be as good. And it's real fucking, it's real upsetting when you see certain kids treat certain kids another way because they're better or they play better or their, their, you know, team is just the better team. And every time they play, they really don't have a chance against this team. Like, it's really fucking hurtful when the kids on that team feel like they're not getting the respect they deserve because the other kids are upset because they lost or whatever the case may be. And it's shitty because one, that's it's not good sportsmanship, you know, and it's also not a good way to raise your child to be just a disrespectful little ass. Like you walk around and you're, you know, I know you can only raise your kid, you raise your kid the best way you can. And then they go out into the world and they're either follow the rules that you taught them or they just do whatever the fuck they want. So you can't be with them every second of the day. And I understand that, but it's hurtful to see certain kids act a certain way. Like with our son, he's, you know, playing ball and he's, growing up and he's playing at a different level than a lot of the kids his age and to see that he realizes that he doesn't get respect from everybody it's hurtful in a sense and it's how do you tell a kid that you're trying to raise to be a good kid to respect everybody and every any age any race anything doesn't matter what you see on the outside you respect everybody the same how do you continue to raise a kid like that if the kids that if he doesn't get that reciprocated to him and having to sit down and tell him like 
unfortunately in this world there's going to be people that don't respect you for whatever reason that there is but you continue to be a respectful human being how do you go about your life being that good person but yet here you are and you don't get the respect you deserve and as he gets older it's just going to get worse and I tell them all the time like I tell him at school like if they're picking on that kid because he's wearing a dirty shirt or dirty shoes that doesn't mean you go and do it right you befriend that kid you show him that you are here for him stop picking on him he's cool like come play ball with us like that's the type of, that's the way that we raise our children I tell my son all the time you don't you don't chime in just because everybody else is doing it don't be a reason why a kid doesn't want to go to school or doesn't want to hang out in a certain spot or whatever kid cries every day or whatever like it's just so fucking disgusting when you see kids act like that and their parents act the same way, mm-hmm. you know? And like the other day we we're at his youth game, right? And the kids didn't, you know, respect respectfully after a game, any game, no matter how old you are, they say good game. Well, they didn't to Robert. And I saw the other little kid and Robert had said good game to the kid and he didn't say a fucking thing. He looked Robert like up and down and his dad did the exact same thing. And at the time I didn't really think anything of it, but then obviously I was like, dude, yeah, like what the fuck? Like how do you be about, how do you show your kid that type of sportsmanship or just that disrespect to other people? Like why do people think that it's okay to do that to certain people? Because the kid might be better, because he scored more points, because his name is known around the city leagues, and for what, for a good fucking reason, you can't just be a good person and support that kid. Like, the respect that Robert doesn't get from certain age groups and certain players and certain parents is disgusting. And when do you, when do you, as a parent, when do you stop and say, like, hey, like, that's not how we act. Because how many times are you going to allow your kid to do that for another kid to feel like, what the fuck? Like, I have to, I'm I'm respectful to you. My parents raised me to be respectful, but you're going to keep fucking doing it to me and I still got to show you the respect. Mm -hmm. Eventually, it's going to be played out. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, you got to see it this way also. The kids that you're playing against when you're playing in like a youth league or city league, boys and girls club, those kids aren't taking basketball and sports as serious as maybe a kid who's playing on a traveling team. Very the kids true. on the traveling team are putting in extra work. They're going to extra practices. They're playing in tournaments. They are actual basketball players. 80% of the kids who are playing on a boys and girls club team, it's just that season. So it's something to do. So the parents sign them up, especially in summer, summer league kids. And it's no disrespect to any of those kids. Of course, you know, I'm happy. It, I wish there were more kids out there to play and take basketball more serious. You know, that's kind of one of the things that's always bothered me since Robert's been playing um, in youth leagues is that it seems as if the other kids' parents aren't as competitive or um, the kids aren't as competitive in a sense like their their parents aren't mm-hmm. pushing as hard. They're not outside doing a little extra. I'm mm-hmm. not saying I, <laughs> it's not like me and Robert the crack of dawn shooting hoops, but I I think we push his interest in it. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we encourage his interest. And yeah, we do a little bit of work, but we also, we don't, we've, we've gotten into this. The thing is, when you can't expect that same respect that you expect from the kids on a different li- level, like the treble ball level, you know, mm-hmm. because when you see his teammates 
and the older kid teammates on the travel level, they're always respectful. They, mm-hmm. that's like they, kids who are better than you. I heard started something that not that not that long ago. It's like people who are doing uh, better than you don't hate on you. Mm-hmm. It's the only people who aren't who aren't doing as well as you. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, kids see a kid who's a lot better than the rest of the kids, and they might see him as a showboat, or they might just be jealous. You know, at, especially at that young age. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can only imagine it being worse at like the sixth grade level. Yeah, you know, they, they start talking shit for real. Yeah, but you know what? At what point do you tell him to stop being? Do you tell your kid to stop being so damn respectful because you don't want him to be a pushover and you don't want him to get walked on? You know, there comes a point where maybe you might want to tell him, "Hey, you know what? Talk your shit out there." You know, and I think that day might come, and it'll never be right before a game, but maybe halfway through a game, maybe he's playing, maybe they're being disrespectful, and you might have to tell him, "Hey, you know what? When next time you hit something, let him know, say some shit." You know what I mean? I, yeah, I think that day's not yet. You know, they're still young, they're still kids, but. He's going to be playing for a long time. There might come a time in junior high when there's a kid being a punk, you know, and that's okay. shooting the ball, talking shit on the other team, and he's going to have to answer back, you know. To, and rightfully <laughs> so. And I told him that the other day. I said, you respect people until they give you a reason not to. Yeah. So if they're going to, the first time they might not, you know, they might be a little bit like, oh, don't say shit to you or, you know, don't uh, like say good game or whatever just being a little fuck right i go but you respect people until they give you a reason not to and once they give you a reason not to well then there you go it's disrespect on both levels on both ends like but it's just shitty because you're trying to raise your kids in a world where people just don't teach that and i'm trying to raise respectful young boys and potentially and grow up to be young men and they come from, you know, an environment around them that doesn't value the same same things that they do. Yeah. I don't think that at any any level, at any age, disrespect should be tolerated for a certain thing. The trash talk is the trash talk. That's fine. But as soon as that last buzzer sounds off and you go to say good game, yeah, you know, be respectful. Sure. We could talk all the shit we want in, in those minutes of play, but... At the end of the game, I'm going to shake your hand and say, good game. Either you got me, I got you, but we've got mutual respect for each other. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's fucked up because it's, it, and like I said, it's not only at the, the player's level. It's the, it's the parents, too. Yeah. You know, oh, there's so-and-so. You know what you got to do to guard him. Like, and you're, you're saying it because, yeah, you know how good maybe that other kid may be, but you're saying it because you have some animosity towards that shit, too. Oh, look at, you know, his parents, this and that. It's like. We have nothing to do with it. We show up to the games and watch our kid just like everybody else does. Like, it's not my fault your fucking kid gets cooked by him every time they play each other, you know, or I don't know, maybe, I don't know, work with them or have the fucking coach coach a little better. I don't know. (laughs) Fuck. You got these coaches out here that don't do a fucking thing. I mean, and if your parent and if a kid's parent is really paying attention, then, yeah, they do see the other kids on the other team and say, hey, you're going to have to guard him well. Because I see it like we we ran into a team before that we've played and I'm like, that kid's good. That kid on the other team is good, but it shouldn't be a negative thing. I'm proud to see other kids. No, I I am, too. I'm like, dude, that kid is bad. Right. That's a good ass. ball. like I like to see kids who damn, I I don't realize how quiet I am until I turn back to my mic. (laughs) Sorry. It's okay. (laughs) Well, at least I wasn't popping and shit. No, nah, but I like to see kids and you're like, man, I bet you one day he's going to, like, look how good he is at that age. He's going to yeah. be somebody, you know? Yeah. Or, and you kind of want to follow their career kind of shit. I just hate, I, I like, I re, like I said, I respect another kid's game. I do. 
I don't respect other people telling you like, oh, so-and-so going to give you a run for your money. Like, don't say no stupid shit like that. Because if you know for a fact that kid can't hold a fucking candle to you this still kid. Hurt. You still hurt by that, huh? You still not no, hurt about it. No, I'm not still hurt about it. It's just... It's not that I'm hurt about it. It was just like, oh, okay, but you shouldn't say that shit in certain leagues or certain ages. Like, I mean, it is. It's, it's trash talking. It's like a hype, right? It's it was hyping them up. It Especially because it came from someone who's like Robert's one of his biggest fans. Yeah, no. He was just hyped to see the little bit of competition, in, I no, think. No, it's not just that. It wasn't just him. Like, <laughs> no, fuck I, <laughs> It wasn't just him. I, I've heard it, you know, multiple times about that same certain player. And so it was just like, don't say no shit like that. Like, mm. I don't know. It's yeah, and you know, come to find out, the boys, the both boys are good are good friends, and it's like, of course, it would never be like that with that kid. You know, don't hype up a kid that you don't even know they're fucking homies. Like, you know, I don't know what. Nothing. I'm just listening. No. <laughs> I don't think it should be taken that serious. It's, it's not good. that serious. No, I'm not saying it's that serious. I'm just saying you. It's shitty when people like try to, I mean, yeah, what he said wasn't good fun, but I've heard it before. And it's shitty when people try to pin certain kids against each other. And then it's like, what did you do that for? Like they, they've been homies for a long time and they know each other's game. Like they know that they're both good. Like there's no reason to say, I wouldn't, I would have never said that on the back end about that kid. Like I would have never said, oh, you know, so and so better look out because here comes Robert. Like I would yeah, never say that's, that. It that's just wouldn't. Just, corny, just, yeah. just don't say shit like that. It's not to be serious or not. It's just like it's corny. Like you said, it's corny to say things like that. Yeah. They play fucking youth basketball. How I mean they dap it they up. Out here, yeah, they out here fucking fucking dunking on each other. They literally say hi to each other and bullshit before the game and they're on yeah. separate on different teams. Like just stupid shit like that. And then you start to do that and like you know, eventually it's going to be like, fuck, like, okay, they keep pinning us against each other. Might as well be, you know, like, you don't pin kids against each other like that. And I don't yeah. know. The kids, all the kids around here, majority of the kids are friends because of travel ball or whatever. and Or they grew up together in school. And it's all fun and games when you come to, to play the sport. Yeah. Uh, off, off of that, but still on the no, similar we can, topic. We can change the subject on that. No, That's it's, all I have to uh, say about that. Um, when it comes like I'm talking about like when it comes to parents and their kids and yeah. stuff, um, I wouldn't tell anybody how to parent at all ever. No, because I wouldn't want nobody to tell me. But um, you know, sometimes I see like kids on different sports teams, and you could tell when their parents force them to play. Yeah, you know, you see them yeah. and they're out there, and they just like they'll stand on the court and will like walk back or hands in their pockets and stuff, and. Which is fine at, at first. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. saying like there's anything wrong with that. You know, you, yeah. maybe they're shy. Maybe they do need to break out of their shell. But then you have the parents sitting on the sideline getting pissed off. Come on, get in there. Like, get, get aggressive. <laughs> like, bro, your kid is just by way of chance is a head shorter than everybody. Yeah. He's skinny. He's shy. Get off his back, man. He's he's not he's not built for this yet. You know, not everybody. And you you want him to be a basketball player and be sports because you're a dad and you have a son and you want him to just be Mr. Athlete, but it doesn't always work like that. But yeah, you don't show up thing. to the practices. Not, not no, all the practices. The, you know, okay. The person I'm one, the most recent person I've seen do this, he does show up to the practices, but at the mm. same time, he's there like, 
Come on, get in there. Get in there. Go try. Help your team. Help your team. Like, he can't yet. He doesn't know. It's his first time playing. Yeah. He's he he almost got terrified. hit in the face with the ball. It's terrifying. There's, <laughs> yeah. It's fast-paced. It's not like shooting out with you, Dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like... <laughs> well, but at the same time, okay, on the opposite end of that, what about when the parents are fucking, like, dicks? Like, that's kind of what, what I mean. What the fuck are you? No, but like that's like, come on, get out there. But what about what the fuck are you doing? Fucking do it this way. If you can't do it right, then don't do it. That's kind of what I meant. Just like, like okay, I, that's like the ten level, yes. and I was thinking like a like more like a seven. Like, come on, like we're getting like impatient. Like, what? Uh, get yeah, in yeah, there, okay, come okay. on. Like the encouraging one, like a like a parent is just like, come on, buddy. Like, go go yeah. go. That's yeah, yes, you should do that. That's how you, you know should what though. I but look, yeah, those tens, bro. Like, chill. The parent that you're talking I'm about, scared. I look at them like that's how that kid is all the fucking time. So yeah, the parents irritated majority of the time because it's like, hurry the pussy. fuck up, like, yeah. get in the fucking car. <laughs> yeah, and like, then, like he just keeps the kid just keeps looking over at the bench to the dad the dad for like, and like, just like what do I like eh, and the dad's like don't look at me yeah look at the fucking yeah. wall <laughs> yeah. it's like god damn it man but then yeah you got those worry, those Pop, parents that are like damn like you just degrade your kid and you know what and you can see that it bothers the kid because the kid plays shitty as fuck when the dad's paying or the mom's paying attention and as soon as the dad looks away or something like that they're fucking draining going to the basket or if the parent's not there if the parent's not there they fucking have the their most outstanding game they've had right right yeah because okay we we don't we don't have to say names obviously but we have seen a player like that recently he's really good he's a really good guard and tears it up gets to the rack and everything makes shots day his dad's there he's making comments the whole time and okay let's pause right there because as a dad as a parent of a player but something I had to learn is when to shut the hell up and not say anything. And the time is all the time. You can just mm-hmm. just be there to encourage your kid. You know, if you got some helpful tips, you see something happen in the game that like, hey, so-and-so's cutting to the basket every time. If you cut him off, he won't get that open look. Like, be helpful, but don't be out there shouting. You're shouting at the refs. Like, all you're doing is embarrassing yourself, your, your player, mm-hmm. and, you know, and his whole team. You know, that's something I learned. But yeah, like, so yeah, we had it. We were at that game and he's just going off. Like, every player is saying to, man, if you don't want to play, you can come sit down by me. Like, bro, like, god damn. But it was just like, man, I can't ever be like that. I felt like it was a lesson for me, even though I don't yeah. feel I've gotten loud, but I've never just been degrading for no reason. Like, shut up. <laughs> and it's sad when, like, they're degrading to the whole team. Like, they are more on their kid, but like, so say like this player has been playing for so long, right, with this team, and then you have new players come along and stuff, and they may not be as good, right? Mm-hmm. They they got some work to do, and then they play with that team, and they have their their you know six seven players that are here. They're rock solid with this team. They've been playing with each other for a good amount of time. Oh uh, yeah, and, and then you have the these newbies. kids that come in, they're newbies, and they really don't know the pace of the game. They're kind of just getting in there, getting their feet wet, because coach is like, okay, you want to see what's going on. I'm going to put you in there and let you learn, right? And they turned it over. And they turned it over, and the parents <laughs> like, oh my, oh my God. God. Or they see go. them get you off the bench. The the, yeah, they you see them get off the bench, and they're like, really? Like, how fucking of much of an asshole are you to say mm-hmm. some fucking shit like that because one that's fucked up to that kid but two you don't know who their parent is right what if the parent came up and went like excuse you that's my right. son because i could hear you yeah like and my we're kid. fucking bleachers away from you yeah like 
I wish somebody would say some shit. Yeah. <laughs> the the thing is though, like, as parents of a team that's gonna be together for a while, you know, if you want to yell something to the team, like, come on, guys, we gotta pick up the pace, like that, I could see being acceptable. But you want to target, like, single out other people's kids and be like, come on, number seven, like, yeah, bro, well, shut the fuck up, because number seven's dad is, I'm, I wouldn't mess with him. He's huge. Look mm-hmm. at him over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he, he's you don't scary think looking. that he hears it from his dad. You don't need to <laughs> say a fucking thing to him. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, like. As a parent, as we're going through this travel ball experience, obviously, um, I was a part of traveling ball back in the day with my parents, and then I played my own travel ball, and obviously now we're parents doing it. So it's different at every level, right? It's different experience for everybody. But being part of an experience um, now as parents, it's um, it's rewarding to hear the other parents compliment your son. But also, like, give him pointers, too. Because there's, you know, we get along with it, all the parents on the team that Robert plays on. And um, they're very encouraging. Like, good job, Robert. You know, oh, right there. Oh, next time, you know, they give pointers. And we also do it to their kids. So it's nice to see there are some parents that are like that that just complain about everything. But it's nice to see that majority of the parents are encouraging to everybody on the team. Like, you know, we encourage so-and-so and they encourage Robert, but then, you know, everybody just encourages every player on that team. And I think it's really rewarding, especially for the kids. You know, they, they're they here to play competitive ball. And when they make a mistake, they're on their own self about it. But when you have the parents in the background, like, it's all right, buddy, like, get it back. We're going to get it back. Or like, let's go, boys. You know, like, we're down, you know, push. Like, you know, we're right there. Like, it's going to be an experience to see as we get, as he gets older and we grow with this travel ball team. And I'm excited for our tournament coming up in Vegas. I know we've said it a bunch of times, but I'm excited to see what the vibe is, what the, um, what the vibe and the competitiveness is in a, in a tournament like that. We've played local tournaments, but that's a whole, like people from everywhere come to that one. So I'm excited to see that and see how the boys adapt to something like that. Because this team that they have right now, a few of them have been playing together for, you know, a couple seasons, but there is a good amount of new ones too. So I think it's a it's a good experience. And but yeah, it's what well, sports well, the, parents are different, man. And you can't tell them a fucking thing because they're ready to fucking just fire on all cylinders. Like, damn, like you sitting up here just being a fucking dick, bro. Calm down. Like <laughs> Seriously. Like, oh. Chill out a little bit. Yeah. You, know? you don't need to critique every play. They're not going to make a play every play, bro. You just got to hope that they learn. Hope that they learn from it. You want them to be the star every game? For what? The point isn't to be the star every game. The point is for them to develop and learn. But no, it's not even that. It, like it, that. It, it goes back to the thing of teaching them to be, you know, be respectful and be good good kids it's like you talk to them that way they're always gonna be like they're either gonna be assholes because you treat them like that or they're gonna always be down on themselves that's no way to rock around you gotta hold your head high when you know if you lose by 20 30 or if you win by 20 30 your your response should be the same your your the way you hold yourself after that game should be the same no matter what the score is on on the board no matter how you did personally Mm -hmm. like and take something you, away from it and see how yeah. you can get better. How, how, what can I do to get better? Yeah. You know? The things you feed into their brain, they take it with them all the time Yeah, in every aspect. And I'm glad you said that. You know, the, you got to feed 
their brain with positivity and it's not easy. It's not always going to be like, great job. What did we learn? How do we get better? There might be some times where you're just like, what I say goes in certain circumstances, but the shit that you put in your child's brain is very important because they carry that with them and they go the rest of their lives thinking, damn, like either I wasn't good enough at this or, you know, my parents had me. And it's not just the negative things. It's the positive things too. You can't just sugarcoat shit for your kid either. You know, you can't have them walking around thinking this world is fucking cupcakes and rainbows all the damn time because they're going to get out in the real world and they're going to see that this shit ain't what it what you put it out to be you can't shelter your kids from a lot of the shit and like i said we've said plenty of times you know what you talk about in your household is what you talk about and for some people there's a lot of shit that's off limits and that's fine but don't shelter your kids from certain shit because then they go out there when they're teenagers and stuff and they want to dip into shit they never seen before and vice versa don't teach them to be fucking complete degenerates either yeah but like like, to answer not answer but to go with two of the things you just said like when you said uh don't sugarcoat shit i know what did you say no you gotta feed you gotta feed their minds feed their minds but you know because you gotta they take in everything you say like my my boys remind me constantly of something i said a a week and a half ago just in in passing just on a random day and i'm like i said that like oh shit like you just guys remember every single thing so if you're saying negative things to them, they're going to take that and it's going to stick with them. It's going to affect them. So if mm-hmm. you say positive things to them, it's going to affect them. And also, like, I want to, like, kind of bounce back to I was talking about, like, a parent who's, whose kid is at who's in the soccer game, basketball game, football game, and they're not into it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to push them to do that. Maybe why don't you ask them what they're interested in and kind of push them towards those things. Maybe that maybe they want to play music. Maybe you got to put them on an instrument. Maybe they want to draw. Maybe they like, maybe they want to draw. You know, you got them on the iPad all day and shit. Download Procreate. It costs $10. You spend that much on coffee every day. Have them draw (laughs) some real shit because that's a real art app instead of having them watch YouTube videos and and draining their brain, giving them a a dopamine hit all damn day. Yeah. And then so when they grow up to be 18, they're depressed because they don't, and they don't know why. Because they don't get any satisfaction other than from the iPad. But um, I forgot what else I was going to say. No, uh, yeah, but yeah, push your kid. They might, they might want to be a damn video game designer or something like mm-hmm. that, or a gamer. So when you say like, don't sugarcoat shit, but at the same time, and you don't, you know, you say you don't shelter your kids. Mm-hmm. Don't be sheltered by, you know, don't be sheltered mm-hmm. from your kids because you can't think that everything's the world is changing now faster than it's ever changed before. Mm-hmm. Every day it's different. Mm-hmm. I understand kids now are zomb- people are now are zombies in their phones, but there's a lot of things that come with technology that are positive. You know, kids can learn things that we don't understand and you can't or they might not want to go to college. Mm-hmm. They might want to create a, a career and you might have to understand that that's something they can do. You yeah. know, yeah, um, I, well, I, to, I, I go ahead. Well, I'm going to let you finish. Like, yeah. I encourage like the entrepreneurial mindset in kids. Like, for instance, my like Robert wanted to he he's likes Crocs and he likes the Croc pins and stuff. Yeah. And he tells me, Oh, I'm going to start selling them. Yeah. I'm like, hell yeah, we are. Yeah, I'm going to get you some and everything. And then he comes back and says, all the principal said, we, we can't sell stuff at school. And that just kind of like, that like, that grinds my gears. You know what I mean? Because who are you <laughs> to say that a kid can't uh, learn to have an entrepreneurial mindset, a business I'm mindset selling anything at school. Bad. And he's not selling uh, like a food or like, you see, if, like, even if he was selling uh, candy or something, what's something when what's he gets started with, with, when he gets a whole handful of uh, crock pins, I'm going to have him start selling them. And you're going to have to show me a rule that says you can't sell anything says who 
Like you it guys, but you can do fundraiser. I said you got. I'm gonna look it up because they, well, for what reason though? It's unfair because there's. What is he doing other than learning how to conduct business? Other than learning how to handle money? Other than learning how to manage money? Like the things that you guys don't teach. They don't teach those kind of things in school. How to be an adult? They mm-hmm. don't teach you how to be an adult in school. They teach you. You know what they teach you? How to go? To, how to have a job? How to show up for work every day and clock out for lunch and clock back in from lunch? And go home when they tell you. That's what school is, basically. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it's been like that for years. It never fucking changed. They ain't gonna change it now. Yeah, they don't have to change it. We gotta change it. We can't sit there and expect the school to make things better for your kids. And you can't expect, the like in sports, you can't expect the coaches to do everything. You gotta take home your kids home and do a little extra. You got you might have to give them an extra book to read. You know what I mean? Yeah. He talking to the mic, sir? Sorry. <laughs> Well, like I was talking to too loud, and when, when I start talking in my normal voice, you're like, shh, but I'm not going to whisper. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, but you can hold it steady in front of your face. Yeah, I know. You're talking like at the side of it. Mm-hmm. I was talking on the side of my neck. Because <laughs> my mouth's dry. I keep going. Ooh, gross. <laughs> An hour and four minutes, Lonnie. Oh, we're uh, almost at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, well, like you said, uh, to change your kid, right? I've said it before, like, the world is so messed up, but we have the ability to change that. And when we feed our kids' minds in positivity, it helps everybody. You raise kids that grow up to be great adults, mm-hmm. you know, in every aspect. And it's never too late to be the change that maybe you wanted when you were young. Yeah. You know, right. you, you your parents are your parents, and they're going to raise you the best way they know how. But also it's up to you to change those ways that you don't like. Not everything that you do and not how you raise your kids shouldn't have to mirror what your parents did. Because, I mean, we've probably said it before and we continue to say it because we've, I feel like it's a positive message to everybody. Because I feel like certain times you don't realize that, that that's maybe what, the, what it is, right? And we say it all the time, like, break those curses. You know, we... We don't like certain ways that maybe our parents did certain things. We love our parents, but there just may be a way that they did something that we're like, oh, we're not going to do it like that. We're going to try our own way. And you have to realize that you don't have to be exactly like them. And you can teach your kids to be different. They don't have to rate, They don't have to grow up the same way you did because we're, they're not living the same world you did. This is not the same world we grew up in. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's not getting better. There's shit that's getting worse and the more that we can adjust our parenting and raise them different to be better people, the better because th- this world needs some type of positive change. And if our kids can be it, why not? Right. Give them the opportunities that you never had. And we have all the abilities to do those things. Yeah, that's kind of the point I was trying to make when I said, like, you can't tell a kid he can't sell a, no, sell yeah, an I item that. That, that is the demand for at his school amongst his schoolmates that there's nothing wrong with, you know? Like you said, yeah. in today's day and age, you know, they're the, they're the future. Yeah. And you want to... The more you feed that zombie bullshit, like you said, into their their face, they ain't ever going to fucking get better. Exactly. How many... Like, you want to keep doing the same thing. The world is changing at a rapid pace, but is school ever changing? No, it's the same underfunded bullshit. Just, same curriculum. Yeah. They're, get, they're getting paid to have our kids show up and do the same shit, and they don't care if they pass or fail. They yeah. don't care. Yeah. Now, I haven't met a teacher... Um, of my sons that seem like they cared. I'm not saying teachers don't care, but there's a proportion of them that don't. 
No, yeah, and, not, exactly. and, and I guess I don't mean that teachers don't care. I just mean a school administration as a whole doesn't care. You know what I mean? The education system is flawed because, yeah. okay, I, okay, that's fair, unfair of me to say that teachers don't care because they don't get paid very well. Yeah, I know what they signed, but let's not get into that. But you, do you think that if the education system was at a point where they paid teachers what they deserve? I think teachers should be paid as much as doctors. They're making sure our kids are not fucking degenerates. Mm-hmm. They're raising our future. Mm-hmm. They should be paid as their such. Mind. And if they were paid as such, teachers would be ecstatic and our kids would thrive. Why, yeah. why aren't they getting paid that? But I don't know. I can name a shitload of professions that shouldn't get paid that much that do. Or a shitload of shit they waste money on. The, you know what I mean? But you'll pay a doctor buku amounts of money to um, basically try to prolong a person's life by putting poison in their body. I don't mm-hmm. know. And and then like a surgeon shit might be like 80 percent success rate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it doesn't matter. If uh if our kids fail the test, then the school gets cut off of their funding. Yeah. Or if they don't show up for a certain amount of days or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Anyways. Anyway, we both say this. Um so I'm just I'm not even gonna intro this song because it just speaks for itself. I'm gonna it. take y'all back, man. Play it. What you got? <laughs> As I do so well. Here we go. Uh, I gotta be real with you, baby. Just gotta let you know. You've got the love that I want. That's right. The love that I need. What is born is butter, baby. Check this out. You're like my homie, my shorty. You've shown me so many things, and you're so special to me. We've been kicking it for a while. Your sexy smile, prima donna style. Ooh, you're driving me so wild. Ain't got no reputation, educated conversation. stuck right there oh my god yeah you know what I mean? stomach hurt <laughs> fucking jack of box egg rolls got me oh my god <laughs> now you never have that feeling though and like your stomach's just like the, the, yeah that gas bubble right at the top you yeah. have to keep burping until it uh-huh. shrinks oh please go away and you get that one little pooter and you're like god yeah. damn it's not enough yeah once it rips though <laughs> you're like oh my god yes it's coming guys it's coming i won't do it oh on air oh my god anyway want to thank y'all for tuning into another episode of puff puff pass the tea we chopped it up we got into a few different things uh, i don't know let us know what you think uh give us some reviews give us some questions some feedback and I guess we'll see you next time on Puff Puff Pass the Tea. Oh, hey, y'all. My bad. That's not how we outro. <laughs> when I'm chilling with my home. Yeah, you can't, we can't even cut the song off. Go ahead, turn it up a little bit. I think about you only. Yeah. You know what I want. You got what I want. I'm going to try that again.
again, by the way. <laughs> All you gotta do. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram, guys. Leave us some comments. Give us some reviews. See you next time on Puff Puff. Pass the tea. There we go. no limits you're still here we love you (laughs) have a good weekend one of those songs you can't cut off you got that love on the trunk summertime up and down your spine you got that perfect shape the love you make i scream your name Take all your clothes off. Sexy to the song goes on. <laughs> what are you trying to do?